Hey everybody, this is Perch, and I've 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 got two great guests here today. Uh, Wes from Thinking Critical, first time on the live stream. You woke up early. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad I could finally make this happen. We've been talking about it for a while. If, if people don't know, I do all my recording very late at night because of my young family, and we had to work a few things out so I could make the stream today. I'm glad I'm here. I really appreciate it. It's uh, well, we'll we'll talk more about that about that in a second. But uh, but Joe, you're also with us, and you're you're just you're yeah. drunk off an amazing comic launch this week. It's uh, yeah, no, um, I, I'm really excited uh, that Beckstar is finally out there. But uh, you know, plenty of other comics came out this week to to temper my feelings on comics. So it was, it was good. <laughs> and he, you know. Well, I thank you both for for joining, and I think uh, it's great. Obviously, Wes uh, has the Thinking Critical channel, and it's he's he's doing shows all the time. We're gonna talk a little bit about what it means to be a YouTuber. It's gonna be fun, but uh, and then I think that you you have your live stream comics aficionados will be later your today, mm -hmm. right? So you're you're just getting a double dose of live streams in one day. Hey, they're getting a double dose of you. You'll be there with us. That's true. We've got some of the normal guests. We've got Fatal J will be joining us, so that'll be fun. He doesn't know much about comics, so it's always nice having him on the show. Yeah. Who uh, was a Critical Blast who's making his debut. Like okay. Him. All right. Excellent. Well, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to do that, and uh, I get some sleep in between, so that'll be, that'll be there, great. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, Wes and Joe. And, and uh, Joe, the response to Beckstar was, was pretty positive. I mean, there was very yeah. few purple uh, bisexual lighting comments. Yeah, no. Um it was it was positive for you know almost everything was it was pretty positive which which was nice um yeah. uh, I, I believe one person asked if these uh, girls love the science oh yes <laughs> and uh, the guns yeah no uh we don't really talk about uh science in this <laughs> although there is a panel i gotta share it sometime from uh when eric larson and david michelini were doing spider-man where uh you know, he's like doing something. He beats someone, and he just goes like, "I love science." And I'm like, "I gotta, I gotta share that because I'm like, it's it, yeah. it happened in the early '90s." Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's uh, that's either a positive thing, like, "Hey, it's no big deal. They've been doing this forever," or it's a very depressing thing because uh, nothing, nothing ever evolves. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I saw our friends at Comics Elite had you as their pick of the week. Really? Yeah, they, they were, um, yeah, it was one of their, I, I was in that uh, video of their picks uh, that week, and uh, it was nice. Very nice. Yeah. Well, you deserve it. It's, uh, I'm really glad that, I'm really glad that uh, the, for the launch and the title is, is a lot of fun, and it's, it's, it's a good, the, uh, the, um, yeah, like I said last week, there's no food. They're not eating there's, anything. There's no food. I don't think anyone eats in this comic um, series. Yeah, no, 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 there's, I don't think any food was really drawn in this entire comic. No sushi? But, no, no sushi. No. But plenty of this, right? Plenty of drinks. There's a lot of drinks and there's more drinks to come after this issue. People keep <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Perfect. That is a success to a good comic. Um, well, I, I, I feel like from, from our conversation just right before we got out the air, I think I'm the only one drinking tonight. Is that, is that true? Well, yeah. I am in, I'm in the Philippines. It yeah. is, it's nine or eight forty a.m. here, and I'm gonna be honest. My wife is a super sweet gal. If I said, "Babe, I'm gonna go tie one on at nine a.m. for Perch and his channel," she she would probably 
try and work with me, but I don't want to be the biggest jerk ever. She is eight months pregnant. So we are drinking a whiskey and water version. Whiskey and water, okay. you know what I'm saying? Just, Just the one. I, I'm with you. And and Joe, you, uh, you, you've had a, a run of terrible drinks. I have, but this is a delicious Carvel milkshake. Oh, very nice. You know, so... Very nice. Okay, well, I'm I'm drinking whiskey and scotch because I'm the alcoholic of the group, so that's uh, that that that's perfect. I, I do love boozy milkshakes, though. There's no booze in this one, but boozy milkshakes are a little Kahlua in there. You'd be good to go. Yeah, you absolutely should. Well, maybe Wes, you could be drinking at the at your stream tonight, and I'll be sober in the morning. That's we'll, we'll swap. <laughs> that's that's what we'll, hungover oh, is the word. Purge hungover. I'll be drinking. That's all. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're we're just all right. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> thank you very much. Hey, real quick, uh, you know, questions here, Joe. Um, is this your story idea? What what inspired? Uh, oh wow, that that quote just hides your face on the screen. That's wonderful. Um, hey, perfect. <laughs> I love it. What inspired Beckstar? How'd you how'd you do that? Oh, so you know uh, what was it? Um, I talked with uh, Mad Cave about it because basically. Mark London there had some like loose ideas and, and had uh, an outline for something. It was called something different. There were different characters and all that. And I came in and I was kind of like, okay, we're getting rid of all these characters, changing the name. Um, we're, we're going to do this as the story. Uh, the, the main, the main point of, of Beck. So like the, the emotional core to the book that keeps you going is it's really about, friendship okay and uh in the oh. sense that it's beckstar is supposed to be this character who you know she's she's basically got her current friend sally with her uh -huh. and you, you see everything sort of w with the two of them and and she's not really she's not that nice to sally like, like it's got it's this sort of like uh yeah. rough kind of friendship but but the point being is Beckstar is kind of stuck in the past, like with uh, the old friends she had and, and what they meant to her. And I wanted to try to make it a, a relatable story about a person who is grappling with the fact that the person, that people in their lives that used to be like important to them aren't there anymore. And, mm -hmm. you know, have moved on. And now there are new people that are trying to be involved in her life. And it's a matter of, you know, is, is she going to come around and accept that you got to stick with the people who actually want to stick with you? Or is she going to get lost in this idea of I, I need to get back to where I was. And that's kind of the, the core okay. of the story. Nice. Yeah. And it's a mini series, not an ongoing. Uh, so far. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah, and uh, there's violence. There's a lot of violence. It's a okay. very violent, violent book. It sounds like you took the inspiration from the comic aficionado show in the relationship between like Doc and Pele. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Which we're definitely going to bring up tomorrow. Um, that that is that is how that's what was revealed on this show. That that was that it's their story in space. When he said friendship, I was like, Are we getting sci-fi Care Bears here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your story sounds much more interesting than, than rehashing the Care Bears movie of my youth. No, I, I haven't watched the... Uh, for whatever reason, I haven't watched the movie in a long time, but like the last two like Thanksgivings around then, I've watched the Thanksgiving specials of uh, Care Bears. Oh, nice. 
Yeah. I think I think I forgot I had watched it like the year before, and I'm like, oh, I remember this now. Eh, I started it. I'm just gonna <laughs> keep watching it. But um, but uh, no, I I don't. I I tried to make it clear that like I hope it comes across that Bexter does not care about fashion. <laughs> there, there is no, there's no fashion. <laughs> I, I, I hope the like black like t-shirt and like khaki kind of pants can show that she does not care. She cares about killing people. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that is that is how it is, how it should be. Uh, Wes, so your debut on this show, uh, talking through things. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to go through, but it's it's all could be fun. N- next week. It's kind of the opposite. Uh, you're, you're, uh, one of the things I love about comic aficionados, you haven't seen that show. It's a good look back at what happened, you know, what came out, what do we like, what are we looking forward to, all that kind of stuff. I always screw it up because I always my brain is on the next week. This is one of the reasons why. So now we're going to see if we can confuse Wes. We've got five pages here of comics, which is good news already. That means less. We, we've done this where there's eight pages of comics for next week. So five is lightly. Yeah, it's great. Um. Anything so anything so we got a bunch of stuff. It's always exciting to start at the beginning here. Any um anything here that that is interesting you that you're looking forward to? Definitely J. Michael Straczynski, Resistance Uprising number two. It's the follow-up to his uh yeah. like I think that's the the beginning of this AWA shared superhero universe, and you're starting yes. to get some answers to where these heroes and villains have originated from. It's like one of the cool things that you can get in on like the, the beginning point. Of a, of a superhero universe and get everything that you ever wanted, which you can't really do with DC or Marvel because they're too big. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, uh, I, I, I like this aspect of, and they're 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 taking their time. They're building a good universe. Um, I need to do the review. You were a fan of Erratic, right? Oh yeah, that was great. Did you like the way that wrapped up? I, I was I was very fond of it. I think Kari Andrews kid it out of the park. Oh yeah, he wrapped up the a lot of the the commentary he was doing about the the. The principal, he ends up, I don't know, was he, I'm not thinking of Wario, is it, what's the name of the bad guy in Sonic, where he's got like the machine and he's controlling everything? Dr. Robotnik? Or yeah, he kind yeah. of had a Dr. Robotnik look there at the end, and it was nice seeing, uh, you know, Erratic come back and, and win at the end, and his brother was hypnotized, and they had to save his mom, who was clearly in a, well, I guess she wasn't in a bad relationship, her boyfriend was in a bad relationship. Yeah, so. yeah, no, she was the bad person in that relationship for sure. Yeah, yeah. I like, I, I liked it. I thought it was fun, and I, I like this universe. I'm with you. I, I think that's uh, AWA is putting out some really good stuff. I, I appreciate. It. And but you, how can you forget Zombie Tramp? It's one of those things. I know that it's going along, but if you're 82 issues into something, and I haven't, you know what I mean? It's a lot of catching up to do. And then I got a you know Joe Corallo and Eric Breed have always got my plate full as far as catching up on back issues so we can do these retrospectives. Mm. So let's get that zombie tramp retrospective, maybe. I think that's oh maybe. yeah. What what about you, Joe? What on this page is uh, exciting for you? Uh well, my buddy David Pepos, I think that's the last issue right now of Scouts Honor. Yep. Uh, that's been a fun one. Um, maybe fun's the wrong word. Uh, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a good title. Uh, fun, yeah. fun. You, you don't necessarily have fun with it, but it's it's good. Yeah. No, for sure. So there's that. Um, you know, uh, heavy number six. Uh, my buddy Ark Donovan is is illustrating that. Okay. And um, that's written by Max Bemis. For all you people that thought Max Bemis went away, oh no, he is he's still actively writing comics. <laughs> he's and, and that is yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, <laughs> so that's what's going on there. Um, what else? Uh, Maniac of New York. You're gonna have to narrow that one down. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Uh, Project Patri- I don't know what that is. Um, S- Silver oh, City. Like my Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Death by Life. I don't understand that at all. Um, <laughs> you know, exciting comics. If if your comics exciting, I should. Uh, you shouldn't have to tell me. <laughs> it is number eleven. That's exciting. That is, that's music. exciting. Yeah, that that's exciting. But yeah, I mean, obviously. Uh, you know, Zombie Tramp with a higher number than almost everything we're probably going to see. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Uh, Zombie Tramp, number 82. And I like how they even put ongoing in the title there just to to twist that knife to Marvel. Like, uh, we oh, don't yeah. reboot our comic. Um, yeah, let's see if there's any comics here that are that are longer than Zombie Tramp. That's the game, uh, that's, that's the game we're in right now. But anyway, all right, what do we got? What do we got next here? We have, uh, oh yeah, okay. So here's here's our next um, our next sequence here. We got the uh, the first issue of White, which is um, it's 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 like uh, Captain America, the red, white, and blue, but they've they've just left off the the red and the blue. It's just I, a there's comic. There's a lot story. of red on there. Yeah, well, that's that's an accident. Yeah. No, I I, I I'm I'm joking. Of course. What what uh, what here? <laughs> that's a terrible joke. What uh, what what do we like on here? There's a lot of interesting stuff on here. We got some some big players, you know. Boom Studios is, is enormous. We're gonna be talking about that on on the aficionado, some of the sales Excellent. numbers that they're reporting and, and some of the stuff they're doing. But Seven Secrets has been cool. Uh, yeah. I hear nothing but good things with Mighty Morphin. My wife is the biggest Power Rangers fan in the world. I was a little too old for that franchise. I, I wish I could get into it, but everyone talks about how great that is. Proctor Valley Road, new series from mm-hmm. um, from Grant Morrison, but. If, if nobody's noticed this, since I think Joseph Illich has went over to Heavy Metal Magazine is like their, I think he's their executive editor or something. He's executive there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're, they are pushing towards being, you know, a true blue, exciting comic book brand right now. And they've mm-hmm. got a lot of cool stuff out. If you haven't checked out Chasing the Dragon, you are missing out on something insane. Like if you like dragons and, and all kinds of cool art, that's what it's not about heroin. No. Now this isn't like a Frank Miller chasing the dragon kind of guy. Oh no, damn! Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, it's I uh, it was that guy from IDW that he'd been there for like ten years. It's a good. In fairness, yeah, heavy metal is really making a run at it, and and they they are putting some good books out. I I'm I'm with you there, and um and yeah, I, boom is boom is off to a good start. The magic comic apparently number one sold fairly well, and and uh, right. seven secrets and and all that. How about how about you, Joe? What do you like on here? Well, let's see. Um, I believe I read White Number One already uh, back, like around when the Kickstarter happened. Yeah. I think I have it somewhere. Okay, yeah, this but, is um, the yeah. for sure. But yeah, so so yes, yeah, so that was good. Um, let's see what else do we got here. You know, Seven Secrets because Seven Secrets Eight Nine. Yeah, Look at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's. Yeah, Magic the Gathering, sure. Um, this is a, a Whedon twofer with Buffy and Firefly. Yeah. That's a, it's a yeah, bold choice. A on that. Firefly with like all the next-gen characters. Hmm. So if you want to see like Wash and Zoe's daughter, I think she's... I don't know if she's a captain, but she's important. Yeah. Yeah. 
It hasn't been canceled yet. That's good. Uh, unfortunately, like uh, Zombie Tramps immediately kicked out by Heavy Metal 306, but I don't think that's really fair. Heavy, heavy Metal. That's a magazine. That's a magazine. Yeah. So we're 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 keeping. Uh, we're gonna just keep Zombie Tramps still as our, our winner here on our second page. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, and and Dark Horse is uh, really going with the uh, the known quantities there with Black Hammer, Grendel, uh, mm -hmm. Resident Alien, like. Yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, they're they're reminding everyone with these like we we have a lot of properties you know yes so and and how can we forget dynamite we've got two dynamite books and and we all know what that means right that's uh i'm feeling i'm feeling frisky that's what that means okay well so, uh, right. yeah here's what we there have next is. week um uh, i had a joke about um it was vampirella versus uh was it eating disorders? But <laughs> actually, you can. It still works. You got it the definitely still versus, works. It works uh, better actually now. Purgur, yeah, purgatory, yeah. Now that's um, <clears throat> yeah. She's fighting back the urge there. Yes, yes. The I, I urge like to the, purge. I like how the boys is just tucked in there. Um, yeah. it's, you it's just needed to fill space. Yeah, we just there was we we ran out. So <laughs> it's uh, it's again a more top heavy week for for dynamite. Um, we we definitely. Man. They, they go in cycles. Last week was definitely more butts, for sure. If I were going to buy a comic book based on the, the cover alone, I would probably go up to Red Sonia, the superpowers number five. The top yep. left. Just put it out there. There you go. But, um, but yeah, nice. I mean, yeah. That, that that issue or that cover of the boys looks uh, looks like it's more than happy to be in that page. <laughs> he's, he's very happy <laughs> with his tenure. <laughs> How? Uh, what do you think about the cosplay covers offhand? I, I know Dynamite's found some success doing them. They always seem weirdly cheesy to me. I, I, I never. I know people that like them. Yeah, they've told me they go out of their way. Like they will, if they, if it's not at their store, they will go find it and order it and like pay for shipping them. I don't get it. There's some of them that are very titillating. I'm going to give it that. Yeah, some it's, of those it's, cosplayers, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. They bring but it. Yeah, it's, it's not all of them. It's weird for me because most of those covers, like whenever there's like an actual, like it's a photograph of a person, if like a store gave it to me for free, I would forget it at the counter. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> like I just, I hate those kind of covers. Yeah. I, I, I've never been a big fan of it, but they do sell well. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been a, it's been a ticket item for them. Marvel's experimented with it at different times. I think they're about to do it again in a couple months. We're going to get uh, the cosplay covers and kind of build up get cat here. covers first. I, we'll get we'll get cat covers first, and I'm curious if Marvel will have the cosplay covers with the uh, with the mask on uh, to to support COVID. I I don't know. You, you probably don't support. It. Okay, so it's 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 a it's an average week. We've we've definitely seen better though. Um, all right, so heading over to DC, um, and and probably the uh, we got Rorschach three way. <laughs> What do you, what do you have? This is a very immature show, Wes. I'm just uh, just throwing it out there. I've got questions. Okay. Okay, you've got questions. What are your questions? What the hell is Rorschach about? I've been reading this thing for a while now, <laughs> for for over half a year. I don't understand what the comic book is about. I've heard, and I believe that this is the correct interpretation that it's a meta commentary on bad comic books, but. Is Tom King really the guy, that, the appropriate writer for a meta commentary on people making bad comic books? Like, I haven't even gotten any, you know, um, depressed. I missed my mommy vibes from this book yet. I don't get what's going on. I mean, it's a detective story um, set in the context and world of 
It's a detective story set in the context He's just jumping of scenes, life. though. You don't even know why he's doing the interviews. But it's not important because it's the world of The Watchmen, a highly valuable IP for DC. I okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't... Um, I don't quite understand the point of this book. It's got stuff in there. Um, pages are have art on them and words. And then when you turn the pages, there's more of that. But uh, beyond that, I'm not entirely sure what the what the point of the story is. Okay. And no, You're Rorschach right. is, is not black. That was a, the Rorschach that was in um, Doomsday Clock uh, is black. This is uh, the Rorschach, and this one is Frank Miller, apparently. Yes. Uh, previously, Steve Ditko, now Frank Miller, and that's uh, that's not a joke. Maybe I don't know. Yes. I, are I, we I, leading I, up? To, are we leading up to the Donny Cates Rorschach? Like, what's I hope going so. on? <laughs> yeah, I, I want the I want to see the Donny Cates Rorschach. Or, I mean, they they don't have to keep it just men. We we could get like the Gail Simone Rorschach, uh, whatever. I mean, I put Wheezy in that thing. That would be fun. Now I mean, yeah, let's, let's let's get Wheezy Rorschach. Let's see yeah, it. everybody <laughs> wants that. Uh, okay, what what what? But but there's other things that uh, that we like here, right? Are there? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there's a couple of books I'm I'm loving right here. Batman: Urban Legends. Unfortunately, okay. it's like eight or nine dollars. Yeah. For for one story that's 24 pages, but that Chip Zdarsky, Eddie Barrow's uh, Red Hood story has been awesome. Uh, other than the fact that they made Jason Todd a murderer at the age of eight. I've loved every minute of it. Okay. Okay. I, I'm like an American vampire still. I appreciate that mm -hmm. that's coming to a conclusion. I feel like that's a, an era that we get a cap to. That's been a fun story this time. Right. Yeah. Any any yeah. others uh, on here? Speaking of, speaking of Zadarsky, we got Justice League last ride. There's a Justice League book that we can read. There, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah. i like how you roll that out yeah no that 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 i agree justice league last ride uh sounds like a good hook here um you know sonic the hedgehog 39 is in there yeah no that's uh that's coming along well uh canto yes um, that you know it's got a different artist on there same writer oh, okay. i guess mm -hmm. it's like a like an interlude until you get to the next uh like miniseries so mm -hmm. If you keep that in mind, yeah, it's it's a it's a good book, but it's got a little different flavors just as far as the look of it. Okay, does that? Um, I don't know what humanoids is doing. Space but, bastards number five. Yeah, but um, that, that it just makes me think. Like, wasn't that basically the the Mark Miller book with with space bandits? Yeah, um, that was I'm, basically. Wasn't that Kim and Kim? It was very similar to Kim and Kim, but that and now this one's title is similar to that, but I don't know what the hell a space bastard is. Um, Lobo? I guess, but he... I don't know. Whenever I, I think Lobo, I just think of a guy that really likes dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's absolutely the first thing I think of with Lobo, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You got the feeling he was having sex with those dolphins. Um, he was having sex with those dolphins. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. We've got two. We've got the uh, Festival of Heroes. Uh, now, oh, good, a party. Yeah, that's right. They're gonna <laughs> have a party. <laughs> the Gal of Heroes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, 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 I find it. You know, do, don't you? I never think it's it's that successful to do kind of you 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 do an anthology for 
the Asian celebration, like, wouldn't it make more sense to take these stories and then like use the, you know, put them in as backup stories or maybe just publish an actual comic with one of the Asian superheroes as a mini or an ongoing by combining it all into one. Uh, one you don't anthology. have to commit to anything, Perch, and you can say you did it. No, that's true, but it always feels like we're like it's like, hey, let's just cram everything in one package, shove it out the door, and never talk about this again. That's because the cynical nature of myself says they they want the, the press release and in a write up, sure. and if you you are uh, publications that are outside of the comic sphere, so they can say they did it and then move on with their lives and make the comics that they want to make. And don't you support this cause that's not actually going to a, a cause? You're just it goes to a corporation and it's not actually yeah. like the the way these end up coming out a lot of the times is it, it almost sounds like it's like a benefit in a way like so, yeah. come celebrate people but it's like oh how, how are we going to do that you give us money and you feel good about yourself yeah it's uh it's, it, like it's, a, it's a very <laughs> cynical approach and it, it does feel like like you can't have uh cassandra kane somehow like just in a four issue series oh mumbles you bastard um no celebration for you anyway uh, my the, apologies Oh, it's it's uh, I just don't understand why, like, you've got these cool characters. And, and at what point does one of the the places that they maybe get the press release at turn around and be like, hey, wait a minute. You tricked us. There's no comic here. You did it once. I, did, I don't know. It's it always feels very cynical. But uh, all right. So move along. Second to last page here. Image has a few things coming out. There's some exciting stuff on here, right? Yes, there is. There's a book right there called Time Before Time. Oh, yeah. It's written by multiple people. I can't remember the, the main guy. Uh, the name escapes me, but it's like Looper, kind of. Okay. Like yeah. These guys are trying to escape their reality by like, like hijacking some type of time machine so they can go back and hide in the past. And I thought that sounded cool. Yeah. I, I like the concept. Um, I, I haven't seen the, the book yet, but I'm, I'm excited about the concept. I like Ice Cream Man. I think that's a, yeah. a perfectly good book. Well, but the problem with Time Before Time is now it's just making me think of, you know, Sidney Lauper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes well, she, me like eight, nine years old again, so it's good time. <laughs> she's back in the book. She's Jets the hero. Um, did, you like, uh, did you like Geiger? Number one? Are you, are you excited to see number two? That's a good question. Uh, I, I didn't bother. <laughs> the art's fantastic. Yeah. And I think I like it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> There's a possibility that I like that comic book, but I'm going to need to see more. <laughs> there, there, it's, it's the art is is phenomenal in that book, but it, it was it was strangely like I I, it, I don't know there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot there. I'm anxious to. To move it, to it's move one along. of those weird things. We were just talking about it on the channel. You know, world building is hard. You have to do it incrementally. You can't go too big, big too fast, because then you're overwhelming people with information. But you want to have something exciting happening, and I, it feels like Jeff maybe missed it a little bit on that one. The balance wasn't right. Yeah, it 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 did. It I, I don't know. It, it kind of makes me think that maybe when these company these comics are launching, they ought to go back to you know maybe having a double-sized first issue or doing a little bit more like i, I don't know it's not whatever there may be but uh hey your your buddies over at mad cave have a couple co i've been liking nottingham quite a bit yeah I, I have been too it's it's good yeah. the art on there is terrific it's so exaggerated and over the top and it feels 
it feels like everybody's the bad guy. I'm starting to think like the sheriff is the good guy. Right? Like, yeah. may- maybe he is. <laughs> that may be where it's going. Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, the, the, the uh, Robin Hood character feels much more like a Guy Fawkes, like, anarchist type of character that's that they're using he's got the mask and everything and i'm feeling myself going i think the sheriff's right he should take all their heads <laughs> good capitalism <laughs> oh, wait. um oh, all right wait we follow up with uh with marvel and i loved it i mean th- this this the fantastic four comic is uh this is the legacy variant cover but we're getting the the wedding of doom and uh what victorious that's that's i think the the pairing we get um, but I like this one where Doom's just about to shoot somebody with a gun. It's a good cover. He's yeah. about to shoot you, the reader. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of cover you wish it was like, you know, a few decades ago and there was some like words on it where it's just like, if you don't buy this month's issue, Doom's going to murder you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know who the artist is, but there's like, you can see the mane in his eyes. It's, it's a pretty good job with the a character well, like Kirby, Dr. Doom. Unless, unless I miss my yeah. guess, that is, that is Kirby, I think. Yes, that is perfect. He yeah. looks insa- entirely insane. Yeah. He looks like a mouth breather. Yeah, he's <laughs> a mouth breather with a gun. You don't want to meet that guy in the alley. No, no, that's. Uh... <clears throat> I, yeah. I I I love this. No, I I I love that cover. Um, I which which I think I'll like more than than what's inside. Uh, yeah, here you go. Mumbles will come over to your house and rip up your comics. Perfect. You're gonna be a character on here before you know it, Mumbles. Um. But there's some other. Okay, so we. Got, how did you like the uh, West? We haven't talked about this. Heroes are born number one. Um, I didn't love it, but how did you yeah. like? It? it didn't suck. That okay. subverted all expectations. The art was <laughs> fantastic. They you they paid an inker perch. They, they, they did pay an inker. That's true. Yeah. So I, um, you know, if you want to see the Justice League fighting Marvel mashup characters for reasons, I don't know why the reasons. There wasn't a story. That was the problem. But otherwise, if you just wanted some mindless fun, it was perfectly fine. There was some good pinup art there, and that for sure, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Mark Morales is a good inker. He's, yeah. he's one of the few inkers that Marvel has that works fairly consistently. There. Um, what was it? But but yeah, it's a very like it's a comic for idiots. If you're a very stupid person, you're going to be really compelled by the plot of this book. It's it's very like like Blade's just walking around like the amount that Blade felt he needed to explain to you made me think Blade thought I was stupid. He does. Yeah, I think Blade does think everyone is stupid. It was very, yeah, it's like, and he's just strolling around talking about stuff there's no possible way he could know. Um, There was a lot of that. Two weeks ago, but I I know the the current state of every character that you're wondering about. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, Juggernaut took that, like, Juggernaut's not the, the title you get when you... You, you, you have the the Sycorax, you, you stone that was like that that was what he decided to call himself. You don't just go Doctor Juggernaut. Like, is Doctor Doom a moron? Like, is he just like now I'm Doctor Juggernaut? Like, he, he got some some brass knuckles or some silver knuckles there with Doom written on them. So I mean, yeah, it was that uh, between that and that's Ed uh, McGinnis 
<laughs> elevating the story, fellas. And, uh, yeah, and, that's true. and uh, was it the black skull with um, the symbiote with res I mean, this kind of stuff, it's just like, like a, like a, a particularly dumb eight year old came up with these concepts. Like, yeah. like not even like a reasonably intelligent eight year old, a, a dumb eight year old was just, what if Venom was black, you know, red skull? And it's like, oh my God, like, leave me alone. Go sit at another lunch table. Get your toys away from mine. You. I appreciate uh, Jero. Uh, the uh, I, I like your callback to uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. There, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some. You guys are bringing it in the in the chat today. Thank you very much. Now that's actually a case where there's an award for that. Yes, I would um, hate to find a civilization that does have a word. Oh yeah, we just call that this. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good time. The uh, to a question: What are those? Are those sentinels behind Doom? No, that's how the Doombots used to look. I'm not sure why. These look uh, like sentinels. That's, that's that's what his Doom his Doombots used to look kind of like that with the like the weird little you know I, I don't know. Well, what... I guess Latvarians under the full moon turn into where Doombots. I don't know. It's, maybe it's that. Yeah, there, the there's a lot of yeah reading classic. <laughs> Fantastic Four is when you see uh, Jack Kirby just go to town on some weird uh, science oh, yeah. science stuff. It's just like the, the designs that he does are, are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, sure. I hope that there are a lot of stories of uh, times where Jack's like, ah, I spent all this time and, uh, you know, did this gorgeous uh, splash page of, uh, you know, all the sciencey stuff that Reed Richards is uh, working on and that they turned around and went, that's great, Jack. We're two two we're two weeks late. Let's uh, <laughs> can we pick up the pace a little bit? <laughs> uh, others that we get the uh, first issue of five of X Corp. Are you excited for this? I'm no. excited for my channel. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> but no, that, <laughs> I, that's, I know what you mean. Yes, that's uh, that's assuming that there's anything about it to like to even talk about. Yeah. It's There's uh, no way that Team Howard's not going to give me something with a with a five issue mini. Although, I, if it's more. like the covers, it's going to be excessively excessively boring. Yeah, Two it's just office that. intrigue and uh, yeah. corporate espionage, which is what I want in my uh, my mutant super powered action book. Yeah, I. I <laughs> yeah, so oh, we'll a see. Step up I, from I, a party. I'm, uh, I'm it might be an it. office party. We don't know yet. <laughs> X Factor's given us the Lily Cheney or Dazzler. Can't quite tell. Or maybe the same concert. So we're getting a concert before the gala. Because if you're going to go into a 12-part storyline about a gala, you should definitely have a concert issue first. Okay. Can I rant about something for a second here? Because this really pisses what? me off. Okay. How are there like 37 Wolverines, but there's only one singer in the whole fucking universe? <laughs> it's like oh we're all going to the dazzler concert the dazzler 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 and it's like who's gonna go to the dazzler concert wolverine 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 yeah. like, you, you couldn't have like isn't there one more singer i mean fuck <laughs> couldn't someone's mutant ability be to be like just a badass singer I mean, if, if Eminem is coming to this stupid gala, can't like like that? Couldn't they go to like a, a Carly Rae Jepsen concert or something? Jeez, 
<laughs> oh, Lila Cheney. Yeah, Lila Cheney. Yeah. So that's two. Or Billy Elliot. Go, go to do do a Billy Elliot concert. Do do that. But like, sure. but those, these are like the only like everyone. I, there's this we Billy Elliot, the dancing kid. No, they uh, Billy Billy Elish. That's it. Sorry, Billy Elish. Yeah, Billy yeah. yeah, Elish, the dancing kid would be. Yeah, that's, that's the dancing. Billy Elliot's yeah. like the little kid that wants to to be in a musical, right? And he's yeah, 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 yeah. I worked at a video store for a long time. I think he might have like, become like the guy from the Kingsman, right? I think is that him. Think so. Oh my god! And then uh, wasn't he? He was also Elton John in that uh, in the Rocket Man movie. Yeah, yeah. How far he's come? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's the tale. We what, are what, almost. What? Uh, we almost have more mutants who can make uh, clothes than sing. Yeah, it's a it's a sad state of affairs. But okay. I'm gonna, I'm okay. waiting with you know it's on my list of things to review. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah. As as he points out, they can they can resurrect any dead singer for the party. I mean, so why not a reunion of the Beatles for the Hellfire Gala? Yeah. I'm just saying it could do it. You'll Carter with the mic drop. You'll Rick Jones can jam, baby. Yeah. Bring Tupac back. Um, there you go. 81. Tupac and Biggie. Go. For yeah. It. That that would be great. I mean. Fuck, why not? Uh, or fuck all that and just have Nas. Come on. Or, or don't don't have singing issues at all. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, but well, okay. So so eighty one comics next week. Uh, we're up fifteen, so we're we're trending in that direction that Joe really likes. Um, <laughs> you know, fifteen big comics from Marvel and thirteen from DC. So quite a bit, and and uh, only weirdly more new comics, but only sixteen uh, number one issues next week so oh good yeah how's that it's a, they're, they're getting their act together that's cool um zombie tramp came in third unfortunately so that's still for for a zombie tramp that's yeah. that is not good. bad at all and and wonder woman's only going to stay that numbering for so long until someone else comes around and it's like we need to give it a number one with legacy numbering and miniseries numbering so oh, that way sure. people can buy like it's issue 783 of Wonder Woman, which is part, you know, seven of 13, but part one of this section of the the arc. So bringing Melissa McCarthy yeah. on Wonder Woman, we gotta get a number one out of this. <laughs> God damn it. You guys are just feeding terrible ideas uh all over the place. All right, so next week with manga, there's a handful <laughs> of things. Um it's given me, I think, one of my favorite uh, titles of a book. I think our son is gay. I like That's how what the, I've been reading with my son. We've I like been, how this comic it. just goes out. I think our son is gay uh, by Square Enix uh, Publishing. Um, uh, Japan gives us the best titles. The I wish. I, I wish it was. I think our son is gay by your mom. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> that'd be a great uh, book. They should do that. I like uh, a tropical fish yearns for snow. It's got to get to the point, baby. That's, yeah. that's, that's what's wrong with the Western comics. They're beating around the bush. The title needs to explain what the book is. I I love these. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely love. Something's wrong with us. Okay. <laughs> Standing on one million lives. Um, anyway. Yeah. 
yeah, Japan brings uh, the best titles. I, I think uh, this this is going to have to be a, a completely new feature. Uh, what would you pick anything out? What would you pick up here, Wes? If you were if you're sitting here facing these ten comics, would you buy any of these, or what are you buying? I would read Yokai Watch with my son. Absolutely. If it was for me, yeah. the tropical fish yearns for the snow. There's no yeah. doubt. <laughs> That's got to be. What about you, Joe? What are you liking? Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm very intrigued by I think our son is gay. I have no idea what to expect from that, uh, oddly. Uh, but, you see, I would probably try to arrange these in a certain way so it sounds like a sentence, like, by the grace of gods, I think our son is gay standing on one million lives. <laughs> like, just, just wrong with turn, that. turn these... Yeah. <laughs> Fly me um, to the moon. Something's wrong with us. <laughs> I uh, no, I'm I'm I. This is this is just good comedy every single week. Um, well, okay, so we got the reveal of the uh, the Hellfire Gala, um, and celebs uh, showing up there. Uh, just it, I I got the most panicked. Uh, you know, like they're really putting Bill Cosby. No, these are fake. I did these. They're not real. Eminem is real, but the rest of these are not real. Hold on. Yeah. They haven't announced all the celebrities that are showing up at the Hellfire. Gala. True. <laughs> There's a possibility that Jeffrey Epstein will show up. You know what's yeah, the worst you know, part sure. about this, Perch? <clears throat> what is the worst part? It's already out of date. They just announced the follow up story arc. It's the trial of Magneto. Yeah. Oh, and Rudy's <laughs> going to represent him. <laughs> oh, he's fucked. <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> oh no! He needs a Vinny. I um, oh, I would, I would great. give them so much. I that that by when I was putting these together, um, I think I was, I was talking with you, Joe, while I was putting these together, as I you recall. Are. And uh, they were coming along okay, and then that that Biden storm one was the one that I, I as I recall, I ended on because it just, I was able to come, I was able to find that cartoon of Biden that fit the drawing of Storm. I mean, it it yeah. it it went together so nicely. It did. Now this is uh, when you make God. the Sistine Chapel, you retire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, just, you call it a day. I, I encourage mm -hmm. people to use these as much as they would like, and especially if you want to really confuse X Men fans, just start throwing this stuff out. Well, um, yeah, maybe. Um, you, you know, uh, what was it? We're supposed to see global leaders at this too. So, like, uh, Biden you know, will probably. Biden's show up well they could do like an anniversary like like you know how they had like the obama spider-man cover where he's like swinging with yeah uh obama maybe like uh spider-man can like uh gently help him across the street well yeah. like you know kind of like holding him on like side like you know kind of be we like the j scott campbell <laughs> biden over mary jane's you know shoulder as she's looking kind of sexy and sniffing her with with spider-man in the background there we go yeah. Hey, Spider-Man's everybody. Yeah, especially when everyone notices how into it Spider-Man is. Yeah. <laughs> Just look it. Yeah. <laughs> These are all Photoshop. I didn't actually draw anything. But uh, people keep pointing out that that uh, Storm's too young or too old uh, for Biden. But in reality, Storm was resurrected like two weeks ago. Yeah, she's two weeks old. She's two weeks old, so it's fine. So yeah, that, that's that's nothing. Yeah, yeah it's to total. There's nothing weird about that. All joking aside, uh, do you think this? Do you think this brings sales? No. I think it might drive people away. <laughs> yeah, so it may bring anti-sales. You know, yeah. um, I checked this the other day. I mentioned this to Perch. Uh, does anyone remember that that dumb 
idea that Marvel had. Uh, hold on, I'm going to narrow it down. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, of uh, bring making J.J. Abrams' son write a comic that, of course, no one was going to be interested in reading. Like any idiot could have told you that. Yeah, the million uh, sale comic. Yeah, it um, it's only been in trade for like less than uh, I think it was like less than two months when I checked, and it is already on Amazon's like list. It's at like the five hundred and seventy fifth thousandth. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's just selling garbage. It's just like what a. What a, a, it's not a sprint, Joe. What a catastrophe. <laughs> what an overwhelming catastrophe that book was. Oh, absolutely. So you're you're saying this has the potential to be similar. Uh, here's the thing. I don't know if it could be worse than that, because they definitely paid JJ and his son more. Yeah. And then JJ wound up signing with uh Warner Media to you know, now looks like he's gonna be doing the DC expanded universe. So that was money well spent. Yeah, no, that was great cultivating, guys. That yeah. was a good job. Good job, Who thought that having a Peter Parker with one hand that hated his son and was mean to him wouldn't resonate with fans? How this could you let Peter your son... I always wanted. How could you let your son write that and be like, there's probably no problems at home. We're yeah, probably I like where good. <laughs> I like where you're going with this, kid. <laughs> is this, this, is, this is good. We're We're good. <laughs> yeah, as we point out, Invincible, the 184th best-selling book of all books on Amazon yeah. right now. And uh, very, very close behind, and they keep trading, actually, is the uh, is this Batman Fortnite pre-order. Yeah. Um, it's it's ridiculous how, how well those two go. Well, it, it, are there any celebrities, that, and, and people in the chat, who, are there any celebrities that, that you guys are looking forward to seeing show up? Melissa McCarthy. Melissa, you're gonna, you're Melissa McCarthy's your go-to tonight. It's got to be her in her Thunder Force outfit because she's a superhero now. It's yeah. Possible. Okay. Uh, Steve Karnacki. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're gonna get well, Steve Karnacki. We're gonna get Ma Rachel Maddow. We're gonna get um, Patton Oswalt. No, but I mean, who would you like to see? Oh, I don't. I don't want to see anybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see X Men. I I, I, do, I, I want X Men in my count. You know, if I want to see a celebrity. They're everywhere. I can go on Twitter. I can put on a movie. I could go on YouTube. They're they're not hard to find. That's, they that's want true. you to find them. They and they they're very accessible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw some people on Twitter complaining, saying, uh, "Well, you know, they're not going to put Trump in here." And to my dad, I'm like, "I disagree. They're not. They're not going to put Trump in this thing. And why would you want Trump in this thing? I think they're not going to let him into the party. Do you think they'll have a panel where he like he doesn't get into the party?" Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it could happen. People still talk about him. So you're 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 thinking that there will be a panel where like X Force is keeping him out of the party. You're like, nah, sorry, no, this is not a real invitation. Fake news. Could happen. Could happen. I, you know, I'm with you. I think it could happen. I don't it's, want that to happen. But I, happen. I don't see them if they do anything like like what I think will probably happen is you might see the current president, and, and I think that would be it. I, I don't think they're, and I think it would just be a panel. Yeah. Like there, I think you're going to see like dignitaries from all around. Like, I, I think you have a better chance of seeing like Putin. Megan Merkel, right? Or is it Markle? Markle. Yeah. Markle. yeah that's yeah, what we maybe. need. She's a, she's a world leader. She's a celebrity and she's royalty. It's like yeah. three. That's the, the, tri the Trinity right there. I, uh, well, the, it's going to be really, really disturbing when uh, they have the subplot. Harry's stuck in the car. 
Well, no, I, I was going to say the the, the, uh, the subplot <laughs> of uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, you know, uh, collaborating with uh, Mr. Sinister to bring back Prince Philip. Yeah. Whoa. That's going to be that's going to be really messed up, guys. Crossover I'm not ready for that. No, that's a bad plan. I yeah. don't I don't want that. Or, um, you know, we might get Oprah. Yeah. OK. You know, uh, but honestly, we're not really I don't think we're going to get too many interesting celebrities. I don't because these are going to be people that are going to actually sign a thing and probably agree to like tweet about it once or twice or post about it on Instagram. And I don't think a lot of people want to do that. No, I think they're going to have a hard time putting that together. Um, if you're, if you are rolling out Ira Glass and Conan O'Brien as your uh, lead, as, yeah. If you're, that's how you're leading. Then no, you didn't get, uh, you didn't get that many big names. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how this all comes together, but. Uh... It's it's odd, it, but what's weird is a lot of the people who have done this, um, you know, a lot of the writers, I mean, I've heard them complain about kind of cheap gimmicks in the past. Mm-hmm. Several of the writers who are writing this event and this idea sure. of like a one panel celebrity cameo. Uh, but then again, th- none of this seems like it's being decided by the the writers. This feels like it's coming from further up. Yeah, it's coming from further up and somehow far more out of touch. Like, um, you know, like these... DC's with the Batman Fortnite. We got to stop him. Get Ira Glass on the phone. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Yeah, Ira Glass isn't enough. We got Conan. We got him on retainer. Yeah. (laughs) He's been waiting for this moment. You kids are going to lose it when Brian Poussain comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you think this is going to make for good videos for you, Wes? Yeah. Do you think people will be into this and... I was thinking, I was like, how am I going to cover this damn thing? It's 12 issues, four weeks, so it's got to be three issues a week. Like, I can't do three reviews separately. I'm just going to have to roll them up into one, but I think it'll do well. And then when Doc bitches about it on Sunday, okay. it'll be even yeah. better. All so right. I'm going to get two of those. And if it's bad enough, I'll get to talk about it on Aficionados, and I'll get three, three videos out of it. Well, there you go. You got to do a fake video with Doc where he says, like, you know what? I got to eat some like pro it. on this one because... Oh, you absolutely need to. This yeah. is a <laughs> funny thing. On the way home, I opened the comic book. I was wrong. It's kind of yeah, good. I was wrong, and I, I'm a man, and I'm a man of my word. And uh, when I'm wrong, I will tell you I'm wrong. And, like just, just go all in. Just <laughs> you absolutely should. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's the perfect way to do that. So, <laughs> Speedwood, because we had you on, Wes, I want to talk to you because I don't know if you get the same thing. I get a lot of of uh, mail and comments from people. They want to they, they want to talk about the channel and running a channel and and um, I just want to have a little bit of a conversation with you. I mean, Joe's been on both of our shows plenty. We have a good time. Um, I don't know about you, but at least for me, and you know this, I I did this channel somewhat by accident. Um, there was not a clear plan. I'm well, I mean, I, I think that is clear in when you watch the videos, but it's, it's not, um, I, people will ask, like, I'll get a lot of requests for number one, you know, can I promote other channels for them? Number two, uh, you know, how can, how can I give some of my subscribers to someone else? What, what if, do people ask this of you? Like what, what has been your experience now running a channel? If you want to make a YouTube channel, Decide what you want to talk about. Just make a YouTube channel and you'll figure it out along the way. It was my experience. But the most important, the, the key thing is along the way, you need to make friends, start up a little network. That way you can work together. 
yeah. people who don't know this, you and I have been talking together for a very long time. Yes. And, I would, and you would say, I'm having trouble in this area. And I was like, listen, I did some research. There's the articles I did, and this is how I'm doing it. It's working. And then maybe you would incorporate that into some of the stuff you were doing behind the scenes on your channel. And mm -hmm. then you would give me feedback, and we've gotten better. And, and then, you know, obviously the subscriber counts went over. We we did collaborations as the channels got bigger, and we were able to help each other grow. That's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, have a good network, have some friends, and get Joe, because he's ratings gold for both of us. Yes. I Joe don't can know talk why. about anything. He can oh. talk about fashion, he can talk about comic books, he can talk about movies, he can talk about pets, anything. We can oh, yeah. do uh, a pitch for the next video game comic book. Like, go go for it, Joe. Give us a give us the next video game comic book crossover. Uh, they should do a if DC really wants to hit that like '90s market, they should do a comic book adaptation of the video game adaptation of the comic adaptation of the Death and Return of Superman. Perfect. It's yes. gold. See, you got a million of these. It's it's yes. perfect. <laughs> Printing money. Exactly. And, uh, well, you had one perch that was good. Uh, Etta Candy Crush. Yeah, exactly. That was good. Um, I, I, I was throwing a, a, a few around with you the other day too, like Mortal No Combat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we're we gonna saw do that in Ten of Swords. Yeah, that was Ten of Swords. We're gonna do a full video on this, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, it's. I, one thing that, that strikes me is I, I get people saying, uh, and I can't tell if they're there. It's, it's a mix of jealousy or kind of what it is like, well, how, how'd you get so much content? Why, why are you, you know, why, why are people subscribing to your channel and doing this? And, and I've been working really hard for last year and I go over to the channel and they, they, they like publish infrequently, maybe a video every other week. And it's like, well, that seems like the biggest one. You, you're 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 nodding there, Wes. Is that is that if the you're gonna do one video a week? It better be a damn good video. And it better be the exact same time every single week, like appointment viewing. Yeah, that's how people know that your channel is there. It's when they can start expecting the content to be there. If you're gonna do yeah. two videos a day, try to do it the same time twice a day. If yeah. you're gonna do two videos a week, you gotta you gotta be. That's how you get traction. That's how you build up even these streams. If you just do your streams anytime that you feel like it, you know, unless you're like some type of pseudo celebrity, it's going to be really hard. People need to know yeah. when you're going to be yeah. live, when your content is available. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I imagine you need that schedule, and, and especially these channels that do it like uh, every day. Like that's easy for me, like cartoonist kayfabe and um, mm -hmm. you know, near mint condition and stuff like that, because I can check in at some point during the day and I know there's going to be new content and then I can decide if I want to watch the video or not. And a lot of times I usually do, especially if they're short videos, like even if it's something I'm not terribly interested in, I'm like, ah, I'm in the middle of something. I can put it on the background yeah. for 10 minutes. That That's fine. Or it's like being entertaining and, and, uh, and just having a genuine love and interest of, you know, sort of all this stuff like, uh, was it mad dog comics? Uh, he just broke three K, uh, subs, uh, the other day. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's a UK guy. And, and he's super like enthusiastic and, and into comics and it really shows. And, and again, he's another one where it's like, you know, not every video is something that I'm necessarily going to love, love or, or would normally watch, but because it's him and, and he, the way he delivers it and, and, and talks about it. And again, video length also uh, comes into it, but you know, I'll, I'll put it on, I'll give it a like, you know, and, and, and support that kind of stuff. 
I think, um, and, and I think there's another factor. If you're doing this and you just want to put out videos, you just want to talk to people, you just want to have fun, then stop giving a shit about the subs. Just do your thing and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter and, and be comfortable with that. And I think, I think there's plenty of people who are like that. Uh, or you could take my approach. You just flood the market, which is much shit as humanly possible that you choke out everybody else. For yeah. as much as you complain about Mar- Marvel's strategy, you sure have implemented it. To Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Between is definitely flooding right the market and your variant thumbs. I can't seem to. I mean, I, I drive and I go places, and usually that's four videos easy. Well, I'm just on the road, so if I'm on the road, uh, like you know, I, I go to the storage unit to grab some stuff for Joe, and that's four videos there and back. And so then it just starts to stack up, and I feel like a huge asshole when I put up a video where I'm talking about something that is now out of date. So then I just start shoving the stuff out more. It's uh, it's it's weird, but. This guy, you murdered that guy has a channel and he says it well. Don't don't get sucked into the trap of chasing subs and likes. I, mm-hmm. I don't, Wes, you and I have chalked plenty. I don't care. And and frankly, um, I don't know about for you, but YouTube's counting of like my subs and stuff is a complete giant ass mystery to me. I, don't I know find everything doing. confusing. LK also asks, how do you get out of Shadow Bay jail? I don't yeah. know. I don't know how I got there. There, there are clear moments when something happened where... YouTube changed whatever they were doing. They got mad at me. I know I've had a few videos uh, demonetized over time. I've never had a strike. I've never really. I've asked for feedback. I've never gotten that either. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everything will change. And then three weeks later, maybe I'm back on the good graces. I. I it's. You gotta understand the rules. Play with them the best you can. If you flirt on the edges, you're still gonna get in trouble. They do not enforce them to the letter. It's it's the strangest thing in the world. But yes. if you if you get obsessed with the subs and you get weird and people are going to send you emails asking you to buy subs and stuff like that, then you're going to do that and waste your money. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many subs you have. It's it's the viewers. What's the interaction that you're getting? Are people enjoying your content when they watch it? Do they want to talk to you about it? That's exactly. What you want. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't buy <laughs> subs. I, I will tell you, I, I, you can do it. And it's fine, but number one, they're probably going to get taken away from you because they do run periodic sweeps, I believe, to to get the bots out of there. Um, and two, you just it, it's you're you're build you're getting the number, but nobody's watching your videos. That's why you see some of these channels with like uh, fifty thousand subs, and then they do live streams where twenty people are watching. It's Mumbles yeah. has a great point here. This is great advice for anyone who wants less than twenty thousand subs. That's exactly who we're we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, question myself. It's, yeah. It is a, a lot. A lot of people would would kill for this for isn't a bad 10K place to subs. Be. But um, you know, tr- sort of. I, I wanted to build on what you guys were saying too. With um, part of it is also not not developing a brand that's super predictable. Yes. Like I, I think both of you ha- have done a lot of reviews that you know you, you wouldn't assume maybe that either of you would have liked that particular comic or hated that particular comic or whatever it is. If you get into the habit where you have a very clear, uh, if you are showing that your hand all the time and everyone knows exactly what you're going to say on everything, they're yep. going to tune out because they don't have to watch anymore because they already know your opinion. It's true. Yeah. It's very true, and I think that is a trap because one of the traps people get into, and then we're getting back to comics. But it's it's I'm sure. with Wes here. I wanted to chat about this because we we you know we get this question all the time. Um, it's very tempting. You get a video, 
and a bunch of people like watch it. You get some spike numbers. You're like, oh, this is very exciting. People are super into Deadpool's butt. And then you're like, let me do eight more videos on Deadpool's butt. And you, you just then you become the Deadpool butt channel. And nobody wants that. Uh, or I had something you, similar happen to me. Yeah, my one of my first videos that did well was about the the predictions that Captain Marvel, because of Brie Larson's uh, press tour, was there. They were lowering the box office expectations. And the video did very well. Yeah, for my channel at the time, maybe I had two hundred subscribers, maybe less. I'm not sure. And I was definitely tempted. And I did make a couple more Captain Marvel movie videos. But when I by the time I was done, I think I made three in total. I was like. I'm not doing that again. I, I I know that when people come and watch this, they can tell I actually don't care. Yeah. I, I, I found the first video interesting to talk about, but then on the follow-ups, it's like I'm not enthusiastic or excited or even all that interested in this. For sure. You sounded like I did when I was reviewing uh, Iron Man 2020 number five. Your, your soul was <laughs> gone at that point, and you're just going through so the motions bad. in life. Um I, uh, it's, I'll say this as an honest motivation for me, and this is going to sound like very dark perhaps, but at some nice. point I'll be dead and then this will be a nice archive for my kids to listen to dad. So there that, you go. that's well, a weird little, I, I would be lying if I said that wasn't a probably a major motivation for all of it. No, that's nice. It's just like how, uh, sometimes you have like a, a voicemail from someone that's died on your phone and you can't delete it because uh, it's uh, nice to listen to every once in a while because uh, life's yeah. really sad. It's like that. Yeah, it's just like that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like that. Well, um, okay. Well, we'll be, we'll <laughs> my be boys are getting my comic collection and my YouTube channel. <laughs> I, this, this will just, just fit a couple seconds on, but uh, comic conversations online. I felt this, this, this uh, page from Crossover really seemed to fit kind of the general tone of conversations that happen online around comics. What do you think? It's a muddled mess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It depends it's on where a you have it. It's a muddled mess filled with uh, mostly people you couldn't care less fighting. Exactly. Yeah. This, this to me is the perfect, uh, the perfect illustration of, of most comic conversation online. Yeah. Anyway, do you have the thing, uh, you, you, you get people that show up sometimes in your comments, uh, Wes, that are just, they're clearly, they're clearly just wanting to pick a fight. What do, what do you do? Uh, well, I have rules. If we're talking about my YouTube channel, if yeah. you curse at me or you say uh, some type of very mean name at one of my guests, I am, you're not going to, your comments are going to be removed. Like you got to have rules on that stuff. For the most part, at the at the beginning of the channel, I I somewhat took it personally. Like I've had people say that I'm a xenophobe. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane, Perch. You know why it's insane? Yeah. I don't live in America. For both reasons. <laughs> with my Asian wife, and my Asian my Asian kids. Like like that's the most. In so you want to respond to that and be like, "Hey, dumbass, you know how <laughs> stupid you're making yourself look." But at the end of the day. Why feed the fire? I I try to ignore it the best I can. If there's something truly stupid and I could clown them a little bit, sometimes I'll, I'll respond and then pin the damn thing so everybody else can clown them. They look really dumb, but they haven't broken the rules. But if you're talking about like on Twitter or something, uh, yeah. then no. it's, it's whatever you say is going to be taken out of context and then you just can't. You got to ignore it. How, how do you <laughs> navigate it, Joe? Oh, I, I mean... I, I get weird, you know. Joe gets the best comments. Yeah, uh, there there was one. Yeah, there there, there are so many weird uh, comments that that have come my way, but uh, mostly 
Mostly it's fine. I, I'm a lot of times I don't care. Cause because here here's the thing. If someone's saying something about you that you know isn't true, you don't care because they're wrong. And you know they're wrong. And who gives a shit? It's yeah. uh it, it, you know uh, that kind of stuff. But but yeah, if someone genuinely wants to like like it's tough feeling it out. Like every once in a while, someone seems like they're genuinely open to something and, and you chime in and then t- sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's not, but yeah, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah. Like how do you it's, deal with the mumbles really? You know, I, I there's mean, only one day we deal with mumbles and that's a, a hide user from channel. I don't know what you're thinking here, Perch, but you're a nicer <laughs> man than I am. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, I, I don't know. It's it's weird because you you get that stuff, and it's not just obviously it's not just on on YouTube. It's on for you know, sure. Uh, obviously, like uh, things can get heated on Twitter sometimes. I don't know if people yeah, know that. Amazing. But um, but yeah, if if someone is saying something crazy that doesn't apply, like a lot of times it's easier to ignore it. Um, you know, if someone's genuinely interested in talking, fine. But also you have to respect your own time because you're also not obligated to speak to every single person who it's true who needs who who wants to have a conversation. Ah, um, oh, damn, I, I was just about to make my uh, joke about uh, how uh, the Youngbloods actually recently blocked uh, Savage Dragon on, on Twitter. Yes. Okay. Yeah, let's let me, we'll do that. So what 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 the hell? So Rob Liefeld blocked Eric Larson. Yeah. I think people should take that that little bit of information and and tuck it deep into their hearts. So the next time you're feeling a little salty that Dan Slott has blocked you, just remember Rob Liefeld has blocked Eric Larson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't blame him. It happens. It is like, yeah, I, I Rob uh, Liefeld, for as cool as he is, he does not take a lot of feedback that isn't positive well. That's yeah. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> um, I don't know. Half the time when I'm uh, either liking or responding to uh, to comments, like I'm I'm out for like a jog, and I will stop, and then I will quickly like a bunch of stuff and kind of respond very quickly. So that puts it in context for me. And you know, the only thing that you know, I'll just say for the people who really hate this stuff is uh, you're leaving all those negative comments, and my daughter's going to have to see one day when I'm dead. So think about that. Yeah. that. That's fair. That's yeah. 100% correct. Well, it leads well into this. Uh, try this out. Okay, we got three pieces of dialogue. Wes, we did. We do a couple of these contests, but uh, Joe hasn't seen this one either because this is relatively new. Uh, what I'm looking for you is which of these three pages has the weirdest, do you the weirdest, clunkiest dialogue? Are you ready? Okay. And and Joe, by all means, what your opinion, certainly the chat. Um, sure. Yeah, so we get this first one that just was posted to, uh, you know, I just posted this yesterday. This is from this week's Amazing Spider-Man. Um, here we have the Beetle uh, zapping uh, Madame Mask, and she is uh, she's pretty she's pissed for a lot of reasons, but in particular for not accepting uh, her LinkedIn request. I don't find this weird. I think that's if someone doesn't accept your LinkedIn request, it's like it's time to throw it out. You should zap them. It's an affront to anything. If you did that and you were on a reality TV show, sparks would be fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're you're, you're saying this a legitimate way. By the way, no, this is not an edit. This is the current <laughs> issue of Amazing Spider-Man. This is there's no there's no edits here. This is actual dialogue. Joe, nobody can believe this. <laughs> I, I do the edits too well. 
what do you think is this uh does Beckstar say this at some point while she's shooting somebody no there's not a lot of banter in the middle of murder because that's not how murder works yeah 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 yeah, Very I just uh, watched the John Wick movies a lot, and I noticed that while he was shooting people, he was not, um, you know, commenting on like their uh, their belts or their clothing, or their uh, lack of responding to his LinkedIn request, which would make sense because they actually are like a basically this like weird union of assassins. So yeah, you didn't share my Facebook post. Die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I think John Wick could say that. Like, you didn't, whatever the assassin social network is, like, that, yeah. that could be. Like, why didn't you like my what, tweet? Killed in or something? It's going to have a good name, right? Yeah. Killbook. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Um, okay. Next, an older one. Here's Superman saying, I'll kill you. I'll kill you to death. Does Feels How's it? I'll kill you, you to death. <laughs> that feels almost reminiscent of the uh the X-Men arcade game where uh with Magneto okay. where he'd be like kill you X-Men welcome to die and all that stuff <laughs> like that was that's what that makes me think of uh or or how Pyro will burn you to toast. If I, I were the to... editor of this page you would say I'll I'll kill you until you die from it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if he <laughs> dies, he dies. <laughs> I do think if, if now, in fairness, if Superman is coming at you and he's using his heat vision here, not the healing vision that he has from Superman four, which uh, Ryan and I had to go through earlier today. Uh, this is his killing vision. Uh, Monarch has got to be pissing himself at this point, right? Because if Superman's running at you saying, I'll kill you, I'll kill you to death. You are fucked. Well, Fine. here's the thing, though, because um, th this is quickly remedied by uh, Superman's uh, super heart massage. That's true. That's true. So after after he kills him, he just gives him that super heart massage, and he's back in a jiffy. Yeah, yeah. it's also I, weird I, to think of Superman wanting to kill somebody, but he's obviously he's in the black suit. It's probably not the Smallville Clark Kent that we all love. Him. No, yeah. no, he's he's had a couple drinks. He's he's in no mood. Um, do you both you both have seen Superman four, right? Oh yeah, when I was about eight or nine, but so, I knew at that point I was never going to watch it again. I had memory hold this, and I don't know if the people in the chat remember as well. There is a scene where Superman repairs the Great Wall of China with his repair vision. Do you do you remember that? Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I that was a weird power. Well, that was probably taken from um, <clears throat> what was it that um, the pilot episode of the Transformers cartoon. Yeah. Where that stupid robot with the laser was just going around like repair, repair, and just shooting yeah. that laser to repair all the damaged transformers. <laughs> they probably just took that. I I also had the feeling in that same movie. So in Superman two, we get the new Superman power we hadn't seen before, which he was basically the chest thing, and he throws his logo, and you get covered in saran wrap. Well, there's that that one. There's that one. But I'm thinking of the uh, kiss roofie, where. <laughs> He basically pulls a forget me now on Lois by kissing her and, and forgets all this stuff. In the fourth movie, he actually uh, needs Lois's advice on something and he steps off the building with her to reveal that he's Superman. That's how he, he chose her. He just pushes her kind of off a building. He then gets her advice and then does the kiss forget me now again to, you know, to basically kiss what mind wipe. Um, 
you get the feeling in Superman four that he's used that power a bunch. We just, we didn't see the movies of that. Well, I also like that. That's the one that like Christopher Reeves had like story input in. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wanted to go back to the roofie kiss. Yeah. It's like, was like the, that uh, was good. Is that a, what's the second prequel trilogy movie? Is that one attack of the clones? Attack of the clones. Yeah. yeah. When Obi-Wan is talking to Jango Fett and Jango Fett says, always nice to meet a Jedi. And you know that he's murdered a bunch of Jedi. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to show it. It's, it's quite clear. Absolutely. Yeah. He's been roofing girls with his kiss for a long time. He has. Yeah. I, I get the feeling that, that anytime Superman's bored and horny, he uses the old forget me now kiss. And yeah. Now I want that Christopher Reeve Superman at that awful uh, Attack of the Clones diner. Yeah. Just that horrible <laughs> bit. That'd be. Oh, that, sure. that would have elevated uh, the <laughs> Super Red 4. He could have been fighting himself in the background. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well. <laughs> Speaking of kissing, it leads us to our third one. And then again, this is not edited. This is from Avengers number four. Uh, Mark Wade, I believe, wrote this uh, featuring the the uh, she kisses Sam in the panel that's not seen. And then this is the follow up uh, that you taste like I imagine a Captain America to taste. And you taste like a goddess. Yeah. I don't know which one's a bigger compliment. I'm going to go with tasting like Captain America. He looks flavorful. Yeah. Like here's the thing: Does Captain America taste like apple pie, or does he taste like a a, a Warren Catcher's mitt? <laughs> I, what what is going on here? Um, it I, tastes I, like freedom. <laughs> you taste like World War Two and aftershave and old music. I I don't know. Like what? Tastes okay. like cigarettes and jazz. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> you taste like Frank Sinatra punching some broad in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. I don't think this. Keep in mind, this is in the first few months of uh, Sam as uh, Captain America. And then people at Marvel were like, well, I don't know why people didn't accept Sam as Captain America. It must be racism. <laughs> maybe, maybe there are other reasons is all I'm saying. Yeah, you labeled it as tasting like Captain America. Yeah. Like the old I, Captain uh, America. Like, did you wash the suit, man? It's kind of gross. It's very gross. Um, what do you think? So what do you guys say? Three panels. What do you think's the weirdest dialogue we got here? We got uh, we got kissing. You, you taste like Captain America. We got, we're going to kill you to death. Um, <laughs> we got, you didn't LinkedIn. You didn't respond to my LinkedIn. What's the weirdest dialogue? Tastes like Captain America for me. This yeah. is, uh, it, I mean, it's hot. You know what I mean? It's, it's hot. Yeah. Is it though? I feel, like I'm, uh, <laughs> I feel like Paris Hilton here. I like it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think three, two, but that the first one's definitely a, a strong contender. I've seen stuff like that at work. When I was in the military, I literally have, would have to take people in the room and like, what is wrong? Why can't you work together today? They denied my f Facebook friend request. It's like, are you shitting me? We're trying to save the world here. You're talking about Facebook requests? Get the hell out of here. I'm I'm thinking of the three. I can see this line being thrown out in a Marvel movie, the LinkedIn request. I can see uh, at some point some Zack Snyder Superman where he's going to kill somebody to death. I can't picture in uh, Thor, you know, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. I can't picture this line, you know, rolling out where Jane Foster is talking to Anthony Mackie and she's like, you taste like Captain America. I, I don't know. But anyway, fun. <laughs> okay. The dialogue we love. 
We got one more. Oh, uh, intentional or not? Okay, so we get another one. Oh, well, we went too fast there. Um, <laughs> Joe, Joe, we've got you for about ten minutes here. Yeah. Let's get this. Okay, so intentional. Not three, three times. Again, these are unedited. These are real panels. Here we go. Intent. Now the joke here, Wes, is is was the artist and writer having fun at the comics expense? Did they realize what was going on, or you know, was this unintentional comedy that's aged badly? And here's our first one, um, where Mister Mind recovers and is gonna crawl down into uh, Flash's butt. Got to be intentional. That's. Uh... This one of your worst nightmares. Is that like a gerbil? This is a worst nightmare. I agree. That's not Richard Gere's worst nightmare. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, you don't want anything, you know, crawling down your shirt and going up your butthole. So, nah, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun to me. I'm going to say it's intentional. I think the the artist is uh, is trying to to cause a, a sense of dread that okay. this little little man is is going for your uh, keister. <laughs> How about you, Joe? Yeah, I, uh, I I feel like that's unintentional. Yeah, it's but the artist drew that butt more distinct than uh, like, like it's pointing at the at the, the readers like hey yeah. I'm here. No, well I think he's trying to whoever the, was the artist is pointing the butt to move your eye to the next panel. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's like when they use the finger. Yeah, that's I mean here. that's that's how I I whenever I'm I'm trying to direct comics uh, I I always try to keep the eye moving to the next panel and so so I get it. Yeah, is that what I the mean, notes say? He's yeah, we need up. him to go to this panel, so make sure you point the ass here. Yeah, I, I believe it. The character's crawling up the back, but the artist did decide to, you know, they could have framed this panel in many different ways, but they did decide to give a healthy, healthy flash butt. See, see for sure. people, so Jeff Thorne had to duck out again. He did, he missed the butts twice, is what's happening wow. here. All right, how about, uh, how about this one with Superman here? Stiff swoosh, I'm stiffening up, gotta grab the, ooh. Yeah, it's that's that's not good. He's kind of covered in stuff here. Yeah, sploosh. That's yeah. definitely unintentional, but it's amazing. I'll give it. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like he was at a like a dock party. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it feels mostly unintentional. Maybe that sploosh was a little hee hee, but <laughs> well, they drew speed lines coming out of there as well. I mean, it's uh... but you're going unintentional again. Okay. Yeah, no he's, uh, he's he's stiffening up. Got to grab that hose. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That dialogue is is suspect to me. All right. <laughs> how about uh, how about our last one here? Go to him, Mandy. You need Dick now more than ever. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Romance I've seen novel. this movie. This was stolen from Cinemax. <laughs> I've seen this movie too. Yeah. <laughs> what what, what do you say, Joe? <laughs> this might be intentional. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be right. <laughs> the, the writer read his words. Is like I know exactly how this reads. Perhaps the reader won't pick up on. It. I mean, it's it's older, but um, it's from the late seventies. So I think you know the argument that Dick was a name that you know we just it didn't have that that connotation to it. I think I think we entered into the time when you know. You need Dick more than ever. I, I don't know. Listen, I'm going to say that the writers in the 70s were fun people, and they said, you know what? This guy's character name is Dick. We got to have Dick jokes. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's why Dan Didio wanted to get rid of him. Isn't that why he wanted to kill him all those years? Because he was tired of the Dick jokes. 
that that yes, that could be. Yeah, he was the uh, chief of the fun police. Yes. Yeah, Dan, when he was at uh, DC. Lane is at. Well, wait, hey, Lane is asking uh, how long do I spend time? Surprisingly, very little time. <laughs> it is. He remembers all of this. He's read everything. Yes, I no. It, it it is very easy to find unintentional comedy panels. Uh, there there is plenty uh, plenty there. But uh, but anyway, it's 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 some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so this is in Mumble's words. This is time for the old people comic segment uh, here, where we've got we've got a bunch of comics that have come out in this week in previous years. So it's a fun time. This is usually where Joe gets some good memories, but he's going to leave us here in a second. So true. But yeah, I can uh, do a page probably so do a few uh, just to yeah. subvert expectation i mean this was uh these are all comics that came out in the past years this week some pretty big ones uh power pack i mean ninja turtles right there yeah uh it's uh did you 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 collected some of these i'm i'm sure i wish yeah. i had a teenage ninja turtles number one yeah what was the print run that like 2000 like nothing yeah yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I've read that. Yeah, yeah. Power Pack was a a, a weird book. That is this um, Whitley's Power Pack? No, 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 <laughs> no. They they're they look like actual children. That, oh well, if it's not Whitley's Power Pack, it ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about but you got Gru there? You have Spider Man who's about to looks like he's about to straight up murder the Red Ghost, and for that he'd be a hero. Yeah, uh, the Red. <sighs> Why? Why, Red Ghost? Why? Why exist? <laughs> like, they just uh, brought back those monkeys. Uh, even Hickman brought the Red Ghost back into the picture. Ugh, but he's so like, just dumpy yeah. looking. <laughs> Doesn't Shredder die in TMNT number one? Kinda. Like, I, I feel like it was kind of ambiguous. Like, he fell off the building, but it was kind of like... I, it's easy enough to kind of get... like. They acted like he was dead, but he wasn't really the bad guy for the first uh, first bit, right? Well, they ended up going to like another dimension and all that, like, or planet. Yeah. It it went weird places very quickly. Yeah, he he yeah. he quickly came back, and I think I, I think that was their plan. I want to say, back but the, it's hard the to turtles murdered the shit out of everybody back then. Yeah, they, yeah, the, oh, yeah. The, the, the turtles were were serious, and and grew <laughs> also tried to murder the shit out of everybody. This is true. But yeah, uh, Power Pack was... uh, There there are different comics that you can gauge how old people were. Like, if you liked Power Pack versus if you liked uh, New Warriors versus if you liked Runaways. Yes, exactly. That's that's exactly right. You could always peg people. Like, anyone who's, like, really into New Warriors, it's like, you are exactly between, like... 41 and 46 tops like that is your you're in that bracket like yep. that is yeah and then if you like runaways you're like here you are definitely under 40 uh but probably over 30 at this point yeah like it's you could it's it's easy and uh which again makes it like uh you know makes you have a little bit of an existential crisis because people can just pinpoint what you like because you're not as original and thoughtful as you think you are that's exactly right. Yeah, and Power Pack. Uh, I remember they would they would throw them into weird situations. Where, I mean, they Power Pack crossed over with the mutant massacre, as people are, are pointing out. It was it was a kids are crawling around the sewers. People are getting murdered everywhere. That was a very like strange Schindler's comic. List of comic books. Yeah, yeah, that oh, was goodness. 
that was a weird crossover. It did not. Uh, that did not make a lot of sense. All right, well, let's hear some newer stuff uh, now here. Talking. Now we're talking. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I suspected. So, bunch of but there's strangers in paradise. Terry Moore. I, I shrunk this down. We we would go through like three titles at a time, and it would just take fucking forever to go through all. Yes. These. So we're back. <laughs> Listen, back there's only color. one time, one that you needed to have up, and it's full screen. That's good job on your perch. <laughs> I again, I, I I know what the audience comes for. Uh, that's but, the Janet Jackson Rolling Stones cover, right? That's right. Yeah, I remember that. I would have been about sixteen at the time. It was important. Yeah, and so was the character in this comic, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, this was the anniversary issue of Green Lantern, uh, X-Men Prime, which was at the time a big deal. That was like a number one issue. This was, of course, before mm -hmm. X-Men was doing number one issues every other month. Um, you got Spawn in there. Yeah. Lots of, there's the Avengers fighting Squadron Supreme, just showing you that nothing ever changes. Good. I feel bad for Kyle Rayner. I've read everything around him. I'm reading my Green Lantern around Kyle Rayner. I don't know why. It just feels weird that they would choose like an artist to be a Green Lantern. It's like, do yeah. you really need great will to be a land to be an artist? I Joe, mean, you would well, you're an actual writer. Do you need great I, great will to write Bextar? No, but I think what they were going for is they want someone creative who could use the create creative things with the ring. Yeah. Couldn't they have picked like a police officer that painted in his spare time? Huh? We're, we're getting we're getting a little niche now. With uh, <laughs> that that ring needed someone very quickly, and uh, I got you. You know, but it was uh, not but, an yeah. ideal situation. No, but but they played off that, and um, you, you know, and, uh, Lantern there. Yeah, Daryl Daryl Banks did a uh, some good art back then, and now uh, you know Jeff Thorne's going to murder them all. So yeah, in uh, in Lanterns Lost. Yeah, uh, he's gone. He was in the chat and dipped out for a second. But did you like? Uh, I want to catch you before you had to leave. Joe, Green Lantern number two. Did you have a chance to read that? I did. I I liked it because uh, it's so much Legion stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's setting up why there's no Legion, why there's no real strong uh, Lantern presence in in Legion time. Exactly. And uh, yeah, it's he he really cares about that stuff and and actually trying to make sense of that. And uh, so I love it uh, just for that. Even you know, not just for that, but like that alone, I'm already like, I'm 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 here, here yeah. for it. How, how about you, Wes? Did you like the issue? I'm an enormous Green Lantern fan. I haven't had a Green Lantern series I've enjoyed for almost two and a half years, and it's the best Green Lantern comic I've read in like two two and a half years. It's it's great. Yeah, I think the second issue was much better than the first. I like the first, but the second one was really good. A lot of exposition in the first, and then there's. Yeah, exposition in the first half of the second one, and it really goes bonkers at the end. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the things he inserted were good answers to questions that people needed, like like they've just been dodging for a long time. The nature of the guardians and some of this other stuff. It was it was refreshing to see him just kind of roll that information out, and it was great. Provide a little structure to the uh, to the omniverse. Yeah, definitely helps. Yeah. Well, Joe, you, you, you've spent some time with us, spent a, an hour and a half with us, so thank you yeah, very much. No and um, Go off to enjoy that Beckstar launch party there. You, you have fun. <laughs> well, well no, thank you. Have some uh, purple drink. Thanks all. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing from me soon at some point. Yes, indeed. So, someone might have me on their channel to talk at some point. Sooner later, or later, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you, Joe. Um, really appreciate it. Always, Joe does a great job, but... Uh, 
um it's uh no i i so green lantern i i think he's doing a good job i know that there's definitely some people who are, who are not impressed with the his his twitter behavior and all the rest but uh you're you are missing a good comic and i he is he's trying to actually respect the comics that come before and if i could just get that out of all the writers i'd be so happy yeah the, he's got a he's got a lot of things that he's working with you know with the newer characters and there is a pretty decent explanation of why there's so many human landers. We've been asking that. So it's yeah. good that someone tried to answer it. It was. And I, I liked uh, for all the, the shit and he got a lot of it with the, uh, with the teen lantern and the, that the funny part is there is a, I think a really good scene with the teen lantern in this issue. Number two, that makes sense. Where basically they tell them like, you don't know how to do this. You you're a kid, get out of the way. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, Jeff is here. Yeah, we're we're talking about Jeff. I love that scene because it makes sense. It's just it's it's just. They would have all these lanterns and be like, "Get the kid out of here!" While we're fighting this enormous dragon, she's in. Yes, you know, she's I, in danger. I thought that was really smart, and it, again, it it makes the uh, the choice for that that number one cover even sillier now in hindsight, and especially all the people got really really super been out of shape about it. But uh, I really like that. I like that comic and. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying, really enjoying it. So, and, and Jeff just, uh, stopped back in to, um, to Joe's point, which I, I also totally agree with. I love the fact that we're, um, we're answering some of these questions like, why aren't there green lanterns during Legion of superheroes time? And what went on? It's like, Hey, it's, it's very good. So anyway, good stuff. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's just, it's a good series. So anyway, so here's some comics coming out. Like I said, the Janet Jackson cover, there you go. Um, yeah, that's grunge, I think, doing the holding there. So there you go. Um, all right. So a little bit earlier. I like this, this batch here. I love, uh, by the way, Herman Bennett, what advice can you give someone like me for producing in comics, uh, perch? I, I should do videos on that. That'll be a terrible question for me to just try and answer, you know, here quickly. But, uh, um, here is, uh, I love this, uh, slumped over. He's, he's just, this is a down, uh, Namor. <laughs> <laughs> I love Namor. It's too bad that that uh, he's all over the place. Who is Namor? Hopefully, yeah. he's a little bit more uh, in character here. Yeah, such, a, such an important character. He um, he he was reluctant, as I recall from the storyline, because this is when Captain Marvel was leading the Avengers, the Monica version. Um, and I think they got, as I recall, they they got into the uh, he he came into the Avengers kind of not thinking that was a great idea. He didn't really know if he wanted, but they convinced him to join. <laughs> and then the people protest that Namor shouldn't be part of the Avengers because of the bad things he's done. And he just gets depressed. Well, at least they didn't bedazzle his, his speedo there. Like they did. They're, they're <laughs> probably going to do for this, uh, <laughs> this upcoming hellfire gala. <laughs> oh God, God knows what they're, yeah, I, I shudder to think what they're getting out of him, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, these are some good comic. This, the, the, the Moonstone, this was the evil, uh, or they, well, Moonstone is always evil, but you had, you had a bunch of good stuff in here, but this was just, this was in the heart of a very good run of, um, of, uh, Avengers. I thought, um, yep. have you, you've, you've seen this, have you, or no, I haven't got to this version of the TV yet. It's yeah. uh, it sucks when you start reading comics like in your mid thirties. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you got a lot to like go back on. Fifteen or ten or something. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, you remember this? Like, I'm getting there. You're getting I've read there. a lot of the older stuff, but there's so much to explore. 
I I would love to be able to have that kind of stuff. I mean, every now and then I find a run I haven't read and you get like 30 issues and it's just some of the best feel. It just some it's that's just the good thing is I get to experience this stuff all for the first time. And you know, whereas you or Breen, it's like, well, it's been 20 years, but I kind of remember it. It's all downhill for us, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, the um the uncanny X-Men there, that's John Arita Jr. when he was on this book, and he was killing it on X-Men. And you you and I have talked about this before that uh Ramita did an amazing Spider-Man, did an amazing X-Men. A lot of people are coming in and, and kind of viewing him for the first time via uh, Superman, which, number one, felt like maybe an odd fit for him as his art style. But it just, it hasn't been, I mean, if, if you dislike Ramita Jr., I mean, you got to go look at some of this run. Because he, he's putting out great work. Well, it's hard to judge somebody when they're in the twilight of their career. You know, he's clearly... He, he's still working hard. He still has a place in comics. Um, oh, yeah. It, it, I don't think he was a good fit for action. And it didn't feel like his heart was in it. But, you know, uh, I just saw the, the thing that he put out for, as a promo for this Magneto trial that's coming up and <clears throat> looks night and day. Yeah. I think he's still got it if he needs it. You know, I, I think he still has it. I, I think that you put it, you know, this is also when they would give him an inker, which, you know, that that would be nice if, if you could do that. I don't know if there's a switch to digital, but. Uh, Anyway, yeah, you got the Hulk being carried by the Avengers there. You got, uh, you know, Doctor Strange and Clay up to some shenanigans. I like how the the, the tidal wave monster is grabbing Ghost Rider, and they they're they've got little arrows pointing to everything. You know, we've got Moon Dark, we've got Water Wizard, Ghost Rider screwed. You got Savage She Hulk. So that was before Burn uh, revitalized the character, and she joined yep. the Avengers. Yeah, double trouble for She-Hulk, uh, and don't miss designer jeans. That's what we got there. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, the Eternals—is this going to be important? Perch? Can can Marvel make the Eternals important again? I I hope so. I, I mean, I I, I I you know I think that's it's such a risky prospect. I mean, everybody points out the Guardians of the Galaxy and the fact that uh, you know that 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 came out of nowhere and look how popular they got. So hopefully they can do it again. I, I just think the Eternals is such a tougher sell than say even than guardians. I think guardians was able to play off kind of the comedy and the director and these kind of misfits together. The eternals are trying to build Marvel's game of Thrones. Uh, it seems, seems really tough. Well, and then you look at the promotional materials and I think Aaron Sparrow was right. It looks like it's an ice capades team or something. Yeah. The, the costumes look very shiny. I mean, it's, it just, it's, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it comes together. I, I think there's, there's things that from that latest promo, I, I I think the move of changing Captain Marvel two to having Captain Marvel and Monica and everybody in one movie is probably a good plan. I think that will help, you know, some of the the weakness in the first movie. But the Eternals just it it I, I don't know. I, I I hope it does well, but I think it, it's a big risk. Yeah, it's I, I tried to read that Kieran Gillen Eternals that is just wasn't paced right for me, you know. Yeah, it's well, and it's had so many delays and, and other pieces to it. Uh, I mean, maybe this is a comic that's going to read a little bit better in trade, but uh, it's but then that comic. I mean, you saw the the promo art. Um, this comic looks nothing like that, so it, it feels like we're getting yet another kind of. I mean, Kieran Gillen is doing this in theory to help build hype for the movie, but looks nothing like the movie. Yeah, if I was going to buy a comic here just based off the cover, yeah. Even though it's not my favorite character here, it's definitely Doctor Strange. It looks like he's got some some uh, some type of spirits palming out. He's got another sorceress taking him out. Yeah, it looks like fun. 
Yeah. Well, you got Doctor Voodoo is uh, somewhere in there as well, so that's some that's some good stuff. Yeah. Um, all the people crapping on. Do you have comics from this millennium? We just just the last page, anyway. Um, <laughs> geez. All right. Here's Jack Kirby Superman. So actually, speaking of Romita, I I love Kirby. I think Kirby does great work. I never thought he was the best Superman. Well, Challenge of the Unknown, Unknown is really important. This is like really influential to uh, the stuff he was he brought over to Marvel, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And the challenge, he did a good challenger. I just always felt his Superman just it didn't it didn't look quite right. He's got a moose knuckle going there that I was impressed by. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, I I, I agree. Yeah, he's these those tights are leaving little to the imagination. Um <laughs> Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff happening here. Um, yeah, the DC. This is during you know Isabella's on on Hawkman, um, and this was if you go cool. to Hawkworld, and I'm friends with the uh, with the guy behind Hawkworld. He tells you Shadow War of Hawkman is must read material. And Tony Isabella absolutely destroys that comic. Yeah, no, it, it this was this was a very very good run and a, a great comic at the time. Um, there's a couple comments in the chat. Yeah, that was really great. The uh, the Firestorm run as well, which a couple people were pointing out in the chat, was was really good as well. And um, you know, you've got a you've got a, a George Perez Justice League of America there that is great. I mean, the, the, DC was putting out some pretty nice stuff. Here's Superman murdering some of the Green Lanterns before Jeff Thorne can get to him. There's there's Perfect. a lot. Of fun. Yeah, Let's take them out. The the title you you haven't I, I'm guessing you you read much of Camelot three thousand I I I read some but not I, I I admit that that's an area where I need to finish. It looks like um, a DC sci fi fantasy book. Yeah, it was the the issues I've read are cool and I, when I was putting this into this page I'm like kicking myself like God damn it why have I not uh, why have I not finished that run because only uh, twelve remember, issues. Yeah, it's it's there's some good stuff in there for sure. Uh, but I yeah, like they, Firestorm. They, Why don't they use Firestorm? I, mean, I haven't seen him in a comic book since uh, last time I remember is like Dark Blackest Night. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, it's a very unique character. It's one that uh, I think you could do some stuff with. And it was very strange that they. Uh, it, it's very strange that they don't use that character more. I mean, it's an it's an obvious one. Yeah, it's got all this cool built-in conflict where you have kind of one guy's flying, the other one's controlling. Yeah, don't do that with my body, kind of thing. So, There's, it, it's bad. weird. Yeah, it, yeah. Forever Evil had Firestorm, but he's just, he's been a bit player, and I think he did hold down a <laughs> book. He had some very good, um, uh, very good runs of Firestorm. It's just, it's strange. I, I think there's a character easily that could be dusted off and and should be back in things. Um, but you know, one thing about all these covers, um, looking at the comics that, that are coming out, kind of these days, more modern. Look at the um, whether the kinetic energy. Exactly. They they all look like. I mean, there is there's it, these were jumping off the shelves at you, and I, I mean th this you could easily do some of the same stuff today. Do you the, think the comic the covers today are either like prestige? They're they're meant to be pieces of art for collectors. They're not really for people already want that because of the artists on it. But if it's the A cover, it's almost like four characters looking four different directions. And that's it. They're in a pose. Yeah. Do you think that that having the special artists on for variant covers? I mean, a lot of the comics. Again, I'm, I'm looking over this week's, and and more than half of them. You know, I, Alex Ross does an amazing cover. He always does. But do you think that maybe the trap of having these these bigger artists just do the cover? It 
it it it, it, it we lost you, you lost something because because these these titles all you were promised something that was going on inside of it and it felt like maybe there's more of a connection yeah yeah and you kind of like you're kind of blocking out potential readers that you're making your audience very specific they know exactly what's going to be inside or they're yeah. just buying it for the cover joe schmuckatelli coming off doesn't you know yes. i love art germ covers but it it's not you don't look at that and go oh i need to read the story inside of there you might say that's beautiful art and i want it but that's not what the comic book that you're actually selling is so i, I there's a big disconnect but they've courted the readers for so long that you can't stop it it it's true no and i mean you know we we had the whole drama pop up this week with the j scott campbell cover i'm actually looking at it on the wall right now and it's cool i love it uh, I like these covers. I like the Alex Ross covers. I like the art German, I like Peach Momoko, all these people who do these these covers. They're really, really great, but they we've lost that action. We we've lost we I mean they're just they're they're just not the they're yeah, yeah. Max says it well. Modern comics want to be movie posters. And even though some of the art is great, it's it doesn't have the same kind of exciting feel that that this this stuff does, or even stuff in the in the nineties or or the last yeah, we Anyway, we've, we've talked about yeah, this. I remember before. reading Uncanny X-Men. There, there's a cover with um, was it Alpha Squadron when they're looking for yep. Wolverine, bring him back, and it looks like, they, like they've murdered him. Yep. That's a good cover. That, that makes yep. you want to read the story. <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah, it, Jeff said, let's let comics be comics. It, it is, you know, it there is something very true to that. It's just, uh, it, these are really nice covers. They're great posters, but they're not uh they they don't give you a hint of what's going on inside and it's just it's not the same but uh but anyway here's here, here we go okay this is a, it's interesting how we could point the eras here you got lady death there which these days i don't know if that you know we, newer comic fans have no idea what we're talking about here but this was these were huge and i'm not talking about lady death um for years and then battle chasers you got that that was it's a huge about to be one. finished. Can you believe it? After like 20 years, he's going to finish the last two episodes, or issues. I'm so glad that. I mean, it, it has been a long time. Um, and uh, Rising Stars. Did you did you ever read that one? Nah, but you know, J. Michael Straczynski probably got some yeah. potential there. Yeah, no it it's a it was a good it was it was super popular for a brief period of time, um, and then it just uh, I it. it I, somebody mentioned here. I don't. It didn't stick the landing. I think is the right way to put it. And um, mm -hmm. it just it's kind of faded. I think there was intention that that was going to be adapted for TV at some point or or movies or something. I mean, you could you could take that and put a Netflix series out easy at this point. But um, a lot Marvel of Life, uh, comic know, books have issues with the landing nowadays. They really do. Yeah, it's the they third act problem. Finish. Yeah. You think this is some of the you know, movies often have the third act problem, and and do you think that trying to write for the movies is just causes to infect comics to some extent? Well, I think you know you watch um, an MCU movie, and the, there's an end to the conflict. Maybe there's a little scene for resolution, and then in the post credit scene, they kind of set up the next thing, and there's no real place to put that in comic books, but they still want to use that like mechanism. Yeah. And yeah. so you end up getting this weird, weird epilogue that lets you know there's another story coming. It's like, hey, let, let me breathe. This story just ended. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, so many people now just try to fast forward to the cutscene um, <laughs> before the things even finish. You need the Uncanny X-Men issue where everyone goes and plays softball. 
And yes. then, uh, you know, the bad guy shows up to ruin their, their, their thing to start up their next adventure around the world. Or maybe uh, 12 issues of them playing softball, except instead of softball, they're in dresses. Well, you could get some celebrities in there. Then you got my money. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> How about, uh, I always thought Superman Aliens, I always felt was the weirdest crossover because I felt like that would be a very short crossover. I love Aliens. That's like uh -huh. one of my... Um, yeah, me too. I could read a bad Alien comic and enjoy it. Let's put it that way. Okay. So Superman Aliens, perfect. You know, Green Lantern Aliens is a better, more logical oh, yeah. crossover, but Superman Aliens, it sounds like a good video game too. Yeah, I, I, I just Green Lantern Aliens would be good. I, I just I feel like Superman Aliens would be a very short, like Superman just wandering around and like, oh shit, hang on, what's this? And then the heat vision comes out and you're done. But, but can the alien blood get them? I let's say no, well, so yeah, they're, gonna see, they're gonna pop, right? Yeah. So you're gonna get disintegrated. Okay, so there you go. If you if you make him uh, the the alien blood has some kind of kryptonite element in it, and it just <laughs> it hurts him. Then there there you go. It's kind of green. Yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> All right. How about uh, this, this Mike Zek, uh, Captain America? I think one of the it's best beautiful. Captain America covers of all time here. It is. It's, he's watching over there like he's a sentinel standing yeah. guard while everyone's sleeping. It's beautiful uh, intent. Very nice, nice, uh, nice heart. I, I, this stuff was magic. Those, those covers, the coloring, everything, uh, just some, some good stuff. You got a John Byrne, uh, Alpha Flight right there as well. I love Alpha um, Flight. I don't know about Gamma Flight, but Alpha Flight's dope. Alpha Flight was great. Yeah. Especially during this run. Uh, there's Godzilla messing some shit up for sure. And then Iron Fist, this is, uh, Sabretooth. Man, Sabretooth has really changed over the years, hasn't he? For sure. Yeah. He's not really a man anymore. Yeah, this is the first, as they're saying in the chat, this is the first Sabretooth appearance. Uh, that's, so That's awesome. Which is really good, yeah. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, Lade Kramer, and uh, abandoning us. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. Way to go. Hopefully we'll see it, see it well, tonight for me, but it'll be tomorrow morning for you. There, absolutely. No, absolutely. Go go, go to go to more professional uh, streams for sure. Uh, but this uh, that that Captain America cover to me is, is in the Hall of Fame of like, this would be one of the top, if I was doing the top 25 covers of all time, this one would probably land yeah. there. I think it's so good. So, If you're writing Captain America, that cover should be over your workstation. You look up there and you have that way you can remember what Captain America was supposed to be. Yeah. I, I, it's funny because in the last 10 years, we've heard a lot about how impossible it is to write Captain America. It's a really difficult character. It's like, it's impossible to have a good run. And yet, you know, you had Grinwald do an amazing run, like a almost a ten year run. You had this this era. You had that uh, that um, Frank Miller, Roger Stern, uh, one shot in Marvel fanfare of all places, just incredible comics. So there's just really good stuff. Um, I will point out, people are noting, you know, Mike Zek is one of the nicest guys you ever meet for sure. And if you ever get the good fortune of like running into him at a con and stuff, I think he still does commissions. I, I think he'll draw something for you. And it's he's he there's an here's another guy. It's like, why in the world would you not give Mike Zach a miniseries to to draw? No, I mean look what what Walt Simonson's doing right now with that yeah. X Men Legends. Like, oh yeah. my goodness! Absolutely, I. I <laughs> I would give, uh, I would give, I would, I would love to see Mike Zek on pretty much anything they put him on back on. Yeah, four uh, issue nostalgia series, go do it. I, yeah, I mean, I, that's that's that would be that would be great. But uh, 
here's some more this this thor cover is also pretty pretty insane here yeah there's barely any color to it just he's the only one that's got any it's uh that was definitely it's got a lot of emotion to it i like that savage sort of Conan a little bit better but you know i'm a big fan of conan oh yeah yeah for sure <laughs> no this was a great uh that was a nice painted cover there for conan uh you've got the octopussy uh comic there so Marvel I don't Super get Special. the James Bond comics. I try to read them. I try to read James Bond, Agent of Spectrum. I still can't get into it. I think that, um, yeah, I mean, it, I don't think, I, I, I think James Bond would be relatively easy to do as a comic. It just feels like they, they overthink it or like, I mean, there's one where maybe you cough up some money, you put Ed Brubaker on there and you're like, okay, just do some of the spy stroller stuff you did with Captain America. Do it for James Bond. The end. I mean, I, I don't see that it's that hard, but uh, it's like the John Wick comic. Like, how do you drop the ball? Yeah, exactly. I, it, I, it seems very, very, it does write itself. I, I, I agree. Um, US one over here. Did you ever read US one? I know of it, but this is one of the ones I, I haven't made to, but I know a lot of people speak of it with high regard. I think it's a, uh, and I'll offend all the kinds of people in the uh, in the chat by saying this, but I think it's it's one of those kind of um, uh, so bad it's good. I, well, maybe that's not the right way to put it. It's like a like a, a cult hit type book. Like it's it's not the best book um, by any stretch of the imagination. Is this pre recorded? I get this question a lot. No, no, no it is not. Um, <laughs> it it rarely is. Um, but anyway. It uh, they had zeppelins with shark faces on them, all kinds of things. So US one was nuts, um, and I like Cobra getting way too close to Spider Man. When a Cobra comes calling, now that yeah, that has intrigue, my friend. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a damn good cover too. Yeah, there, there's some again. It, it really just just wonderful covers. That Moon Knight also is understated, where the different facets of his personality are coming out of mirrors, coming to kill him. Uh, that that's some good stuff. Again, these are. Son this is always Satan. such a good thing. My goodness. Yeah. What a title. Mindstorm. What a time. Exactly. <laughs> um, so speaking of, again, good covers, here's, here's Spider-Man and Cap in jail. Everyone Peter goes Parker. to jail. Everyone goes on trial. They, they just kind of, you get the same stuff over and over. But if I'm going to pick one of these. Yeah, pick one of these. I'm going with Cap. I think that yeah. one's... It's got the but, more heroic pose. It looks like Peter's maybe he is a criminal. He looks well, yeah, Peter looks over. like he's been caught with some uh, bad photos on his laptop. Like he was there. like doing the Paul Rubin movie theater thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter looks like he should be there. Like I'm, I'm comfortable <laughs> that Peter's in jail. Um, Cap, the coloring that they're doing with the shadowing is just again. This is this is incredible. Just this stuff with. Uh, Cap had so many good covers. Too. And he's presenting the moose knuckle there, and I respect that. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. He's he's doing such a good job there. And then you got Batman from Hush. Um, yes, there's Jim Lee right there. And then you got Authority. Uh, this would be the volume two, I believe. Number one of the new volume, the Grant Morrison uh, mm -hmm. volume. of. So it's one of two, right? Yeah. God, was it only two issues? Is that all it went? I thought he it went did one issue of... of one of them, and he did two issues of the other. I think he did two issues of Authority and one of is it? It's not Wildcats. Just, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, he didn't I, last. It didn't go long. No, I, I thought it went longer than two issues though. But yeah, I may be, I may be wrong. Yeah, a bold new era. Issues. 
Yeah. But I'm telling you this. If you have a, a friend that thinks maybe they like comic books, if you get them a copy of Hush, now Perch and Joe rip the crap out of that comic book. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. But if you just give them that and they see that Jim Lee art, it's Batman, they'll come back. No, I, I if you def, I agree with that. I think Hush is the is one of the best books to give to somebody who's coming into comics, doesn't really understand. I mean, the, the irritating parts of Hush are really if you know these characters at all and they're acting in completely random ways that don't make any sense at all. But if you don't know any of the characters, you've got the amazing art there. And and even though Joe and I ripped it apart, I, the art was always top. I mean, it's it's a great looking book. Um, and I love the concept of doing this kind of 12 issue tour, lots of the different characters. I mean, I, I think that frankly, so many, I think Iron Man could benefit from that. Cap could benefit from that. Do a, do a 12 issue, get a star artist on it and just, just walk through the rogues gallery. It'd be smart to do. But yeah. If you're looking for, for to introduce somebody to Batman in comic form, get them hush and they'll be hooked. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah, I, I, one of the better, one of the better entry things. Certainly better than a, a runs that that people go to is like Batman Year One, the Frank Miller, or uh, the Grant Morrison time on Batman. Those are those are great reads, but they're not great for new comic readers. The don't Hush give them the Dark Knight Returns. It might no, be a little too dark. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> the Watchmen <laughs> is not the best first comic to read. Definitely, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, hey, that's that's actually we're, we're heading to the end here, but I did want to say uh, coming up. So uh, we got Sean Gordon Murphy, uh, schedule permitting, is planning on joining us next week, so that'll be fun. Um, and then we got a couple of interviews. We got Rachel Pollock, we've got uh, Katana Collins, we've got Joe Staten coming up here um, for some interviews and, and a bunch more. And and Man, so, talk about shattering glass ceilings there, Rachel Pollock. That's enormous. Absolutely no, Rachel Pollock. Uh, we we it's have like that interview some context to the to the debate or the the conversation right now, huh? It it really does. Uh, she is that that interview is going to come out Monday. It's an hour and a half, um, but it is it is really solid. Um, you know, and, and again, this is somebody who was uh, breaking a lot of these grass ceilings. Like I said, the thirty years People ago, don't even realize that there were multiple uh yes. transgender creators working like openly transgender creators working at DC in the, in the 90s. Yeah, on an ongoing book, you know, not as part of a stunt. It was it was a commitment to a long book. And and Jeff Thorne, I desperately need to get you on the schedule. So I'm going to reach out to you tonight. We got to get cuz I we've got to talk about uh Doom if you patrol. Now my head's are. We got to talk about Green Lantern number 2 and the other things you've got going on. I got an idea for you. Well so done I, on Green Lantern number 2. That's the best Green Lantern I've read. You know, very long, John. Probably at least uh, at least thirty months. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, so some great stuff uh, there. Maybe I, I should get uh, I should get Jeff and Sean on. To, we should get you both. That'd be fun. You two could I could then just drink and you two can bounce off each other. That'd be incredible. Katana <laughs> uh, Collins. That's uh, Sean's better half, correct? It is, and uh, you know, definitely a good novelist. And and that White Knight Harley Quinn series was great. Uh, definitely uh one of the the more solid kind of spin-offs that's that's happened here and uh joe staten of course you know green lantern legion of superheroes that's going to be great stuff so lots lots of good things to talk about good interviews and but the most important one is tomorrow my time anyway i think i'm on with you Wes. we're going we're hopping right over here to comics aficionados on your channel tomorrow that's going to be fun 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. We got uh, we got comics by Perch. We've got a uh, Critical Blast. 
Fatal J, I think he was in the comments earlier. We got uh, Doc and, and Pele. They're going to be freaking out about stuff. But we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. We'll definitely be talking about the the um, the J. Scott Campbell fixing comic artist thing the most. That'll be the top topic. I will take the photo of my desk and post on Twitter in a few minutes. Aaron Sparrow so. just made it. I love how uh, people just made it. We're wrapping all up. This is this is uh, this is terrible. So uh, anyway, thank you, Jeff, for stopping by, and and also thank everybody who's come to the chat. And I, I appreciate that now. Um, you know, we've got you know, we've got a combination between uh, mumbles and and U uh, iron and like who can roast perch the most during these videos. That's always fun. Um, I, my channel is bringing he's always bothering me i i love it when people do that it's the best time yeah and somebody asked what my channel is it's thinking yeah. critical thinking critical is where you want to go so just if you put in thinking critical um you'll find it really quickly on youtube if you there are there are some other things up if you put thinking critical comics you'll immediately find absolutely. it absolutely mm -hmm. right there and um and and yeah absolutely go check that out and uh looking forward to being on the show wes we've had like you said we how long have we been chatting back it's more than a year it's like well, a year and a half it's two? Like, like two years once our channels years. first started we started we were in somebody else's like private channel and then we started talking just between ourselves yeah because we had uh, different ideas for our channels what we wanted them to be we've been working together ever since so I can say this: Perch is the person in comic book YouTube that keeps me and me sane. If it wasn't for him and just having someone normal, well, him and Joe, Joe helps out a lot too. But it's nice having normal people to talk to and and are kind of dealing with the same things you're dealing with. It can be very frustrating. Yeah, I, I uh, no, I've really appreciated your friendship and and certainly the growth of your channel has been amazing. I, I love that we're both coming up together, and that's that's been great. And. Uh, and yeah, we're, we do. I don't know. It's a it's a big picture together. We do great stuff, and I, and I I I'm always really grateful when you invite me on and all the help you've given me over the years, for sure. Yeah, and we got bigger and better things happening. I just have to. We have to have the baby first, and then we can execute some of the new stuff. Yes, I think we have some big plans that should go into. Uh, well, actually, the, the big news. So your baby's coming when? First week of June. First week of June. So you're right in the window now, and and mm -hmm. uh, life's gonna get fun. So. Uh, very good. Uh, well, everybody who's been in the chat, hey, if you feel like it, you don't have to certainly throw a like in there. That's always appreciated. I'm not sure what that does, to be honest, but it's great. To Dion, yes, we are going to do a, a, a comic book writing 101 segment on supporting characters. But this week, what are we covering? Oh, my goodness. I have a list. It's on my list. We are covering, oh, comic book writing tropes to avoid this this week. But I can do supporting characters next week. Very nice. Looking forward to that. Again, Thinking Critical, go check it out. Definitely a good channel you want to subscribe to. And uh, and yeah, we're going to keep doing this and we got some fun stuff in the mix. So Wes, thank you for waking up early and joining me from all the way over there in the Philippines. And everybody in the chat, yeah, have a great weekend. Get something to drink. See you tomorrow. Thank you all very much. Good to see you.